Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Closet. I'm one half of the hosting duo, Emma Wilman. Matteo Lane, of course, is my co-host. And we're very excited to catch up this week. Matteo had a really bad trip in Miami. So we recap that and we touch on something that I think is interesting, which is when you get compensated or reimbursed for something, but it's bittersweet and not necessarily for the right reasons. I talk about some skin struggles that I'm having, which I hope some of you guys who are struggling with skin stuff or have in the past are able to relate to a little bit and feeling less a little bit alone about. And if that's not an issue for you at all, maybe you can relate to it or maybe it's boring, in which case... Uh, just, you know, fast forward that shit. Either way, it's another fun episode of Inside the Closet. We appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for your time, your attention. If you want to stay connected, follow us on social media. As always, we post extra content on the Patreon, behind-the-scenes stuff. Mateo talks about a show he goes to where he has to get up in the middle of the show, and it's embarrassing, and he's got some footage of the person whose show it was, reaction to him, the person comes on stage when he's doing a show. So uh, we're going to post that on the Patreon. Thank you guys so much. Emma Wilman. enjoy the episode. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Emma, you're having a go. I'm having a day, Mateo. Uh, not to start off on a s- sassy note, I'm one of, first of all, I'm covered in sauerkraut. Yeah, why are you eating sauerkraut? From the bucket, because, and I'm not going to eat it while, Mateo reminded me, I will not eat while we're, um, I know, it, people chewing makes me go crazy. Of it course. Me, and you know what else drives me crazy is the amount what? of people that chew with their fucking mouths open in public <laughs> and just cough into the air. Just coughing into the air. I no never cough worries. into the air. You're nuts. If you cough into the air, you got some you got some moral, emotional, and it, you got some big issues. Well, no one coughs until they get on a plane. The door is sealed uh, shut, and then everyone just lets it rip. Let's I it mean, out. I was I was in three cities in a day yesterday, and you know you're you're That's sitting crazy. on a plane, and it's just like. <laughs> Did you fly and then get off and then fly, or was it just layovers? It's all about. I have to tell you the entire saga of my ridiculous. Stupid vacation. Yes, I want to hear all of it. I'll tell you the reason I'm covered in sauerkraut, just so I address it. No one's like, why the fuck? It's because of the skin stuff that I'll tell you guys about later. I'm trying to eat sauerkraut. That's why. So, is sauerkraut something that the doctor recommends for skin? Well, no. Also, sauerkraut is, I don't think, I'll be honest, I've never had, I don't even know. If you showed me sauerkraut, I wouldn't know what it was. It's cabbage. Oh it's, my god, you're eating cabbage. fermented cabbage. Things aren't going well, I'll tell you right now. Things well, if you're are not eating okay. fermented cabbage out of the bucket, I'm telling yeah. you, you've hit whatever fermented you're at, you're at rock bottom. From a hotel in Vegas. Yeah. 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 So how was uh also <clears throat> not a nice hotel. Don't get it twisted. Um, <laughs> I'm not staying at a nice hotel. In case you were picturing me by the pool. You know, show business is hard, and probably if I knew this is what it was like when I got into it, uh, it's worth know. it for those fifteen minutes on stage, isn't it? I don't have anything to say about that. I know. Listen, I'm the I same mean, as yes, you. I'm running no, around with like a chicken with my head cut off, yeah, try, struggling and to n- make ends meet. 
not an organic chicken, not some chicken with a nice life, like some fucking Purdue chicken stuffed full of like oh. Nate Bergazzi had that great joke where this comic he had a great joke where he said he's like every like when they I'm paraphrasing it, but when people do uh when people eat organic chicken, he's like, I don't want to eat some chicken with a nice life. I wanna have them when it goes to kill the chicken, the chicken's like, Yeah, get me the fuck out of here. Like yeah, I don't wanna yeah. be having some I don't want some <laughs> lovely chicken. I want some chicken that wants to die. One of those free range chickens. chicken, free range chicken eggs. It's like, ugh, no, know. I'd love to be out in a free range, but not right now. I'm at the Purdue factory. <laughs> <sighs> so you seem so, upset. Ah, uh, it's just like I had someone making fun of me yesterday on the internet. So I mean, I think okay, it's, yeah. It's, so. I, I want to hear about the vacation and that person because I couldn't figure out when you guys were talking about the troll. I didn't figure. Do you want to start with the troll? What was happening? I mean, I just I I had took a picture for my future dates and put it on my Instagram. Of course, it's me like shirtless or whatever. Looked and, fantastic. It was really well just, done. Well, I've also just gotten to the point. I'm like, oh, should it be funny? I'm like, I don't care. I just want to no. be happy. Anyway, so this person, I have no idea who they are. They just took that picture and wrote, put it on their story, and then wrote <gasps> a giant thing and like this has nothing to do with comedy and this is ridiculous and blah blah blah, blah who are they da, 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 i don't know and then so i saw it and thought i would just write back and so i was nice i was like oh you seem like you don't like me you can always click on follow like wink face and he goes i don't follow you and i don't not like you i'm just curious so i said oh i said uh, well I no said, you do seem to not like me because you're literally literally just call how are you supposed to make your tour dates funny I know. You and also, right, put on a clown outfit, and I guess a comedian has to act like a comedian. No, I'm not allowed to do anything. I can't anything go but. calling people cunts on this episode because then everyone will think I have an anger management issue. I got to space them out. But yeah, if but it I makes were, me feel better, so I don't care. Fuck that stupid loser ass bitch. They're a loser. <laughs> They're such a fucking. They've got. It's like, well, how about this? You've got no fresh content of yourself, so you're gonna repost something I do to hate on. Cool. Well, he's a, he's I'm a glad mean I gave page. you something to talk about. He might be funny. Well, he wrote to me. I wrote to him, and when he said that, I said, I just answered honestly. I was like, oh, it's like, well, I enjoy taking pictures, and I promote queer artists. What I meant is, like, the photographers I work with right. are all gay and queer men. And it's a nice exchange, and I enjoy it. I was like, but, you know, it's not for everybody. I'm just doing it to make, I'm doing what makes me happy. Right. He didn't respond, took screen capped that, posted that on his page, and pointed at it and said he responded and then posted other people's messages at him about how stupid my response was. And I was what like, What was stupid about your response? You know, like they were like promoting queer artists. Like, what is he talking about himself? And I was like, You guys, it's, it's Instagram. Like, my, I, I just was like, well, it's Was this fine. a gay guy? Yeah, his page is called. I don't want to say it because I don't want to give him attention. But he, right. yeah, he's gay. He's a young gay kid. And you know what? I thought about it this way, too. I was like, look, I've openly talked shit about Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, this is someone but, openly talking shit about me. Right. So okay, I, it's, mm. I, look, if I'm going to dish it, right. I need to learn how to take it. That's and true. At the, and I texted Monet and I was like, we were That's chatting That's true. I need anyways. to be able to hand someone calling me, telling me to eat shit and die. If they did, I would be like, I'd laugh and be like, <laughs> <laughs> good one. Yeah, that'd be I, fine. I just, you know, it threw me for a loop. But anyway, so. Um, well, because you know why? it's There's something about that that's actually oddly personal because he's doing, he's taking the pictures and the conversation. So it's different from, it's trolling amped up. It's different from someone just commenting, I think. Right. Because he's taking your picture and he, it, it feels a little bit more personal. 
Also, like, I was I was nice enough to respond to you and give you an honest answer. You could just respond to me. But then I'm like, this is what trolls do. So right. I've, I've, I fell into a trap, and, and Monet and I were talking, and Monet was like, honestly, you just have to not respond. Right. Never respond. And I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. But anyways, I have to tell you about my ridiculous vacation I took in Florida. Yes. Yeah, so what happened? Here's the thing is I never – you and I are the same. We're always on the road. And between February – 6th through May 23rd, I'm I'm on the road every weekend and during a lot of the week. Right, so you needed that vacation. I did take a vacation, though, I will tell you. I did take one this year. I've taken two. I took the one to the Bahamas, but also I was supposed to do a show in Vegas. I got the date wrong, and so my friend and I, that she was going to come visit me, we came to Vegas, and we did a vacation. Yeah, and your Bahamas vacation is what I was trying to do. Yes. It didn't go as planned so walk us through the whole thing so the thing is i was like you know what i never go on vacation i i always like hold on to my money because i'm afraid i'm going to be living under a bridge so i was like i'm just going to splurge a little bit and i got a discount but i was like i'm going to splurge i'm going to go to florida to miami where it's warm and all i want to do is wake up walk to a pool and do nothing all day that's what i want to do so i got um Three nights at the four nights at the Standard Hotel in Miami, nice. which is like a very like you know, high flute hotel. Mm-hmm. I know right where that is. In, is that in South Beach? Yes. Yes, I know right where that is. And it, it is a beautiful hotel. But I, I actually was like, have oh. a memory of you when I was in South Beach. I was walking around t- texting with you. It was oh, right really? when you and I were becoming fr- were becoming friends. This was years ago. I was in South Beach, and you and I had just started like t- like talking about friends stuff, not just work stuff. And I was single and I said, I hope we both get, I hope we both make it enough that we can do a show where the other one finds, where we find each other's spouses. Like I'll date someone for you and you date someone for me and then the other one has to marry them and we can do a TV show about it. Oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah. You, I, I think you were like, well, I hope we don't have to do that. But yeah. <laughs> but I remember it was, I was walking around South Beach. I was doing a festival there. But so you get the hotel. Well, yeah, so I get into Florida. First, I was going to go to Orlando and go to um, uh, a theme park because I've never been to a, a theme park before. Like, right. I've never been to Universal Studios, Disney World, nothing. My family doesn't have money. So when we you were kids. go when they do the gay day. They do gay, they do gay Disney days. I don't, it seems like I'm stressed out enough. I mean, if I went on a gay day, you know what I mean? The last thing you need is to see a roller coaster just going, hey. You know. Right. Um, <laughs> But and the lesbians are running one. the roller coaster. Right. The gays yeah. are losing their clothes hey. and the lesbians are running. <laughs> the lesbians are picking them up and getting them to a thrift store right away. But I um I got to Orlando late because Trump shut down the government and because he shut down the government, air traffic controllers were you know, it's everything was fucked up. So I was supposed right. to get into Orlando around like eleven. Right. I got into Orlando I think around two. So Miami. No, first Orlando. Oh. So when I, when I, because we were going to go to a day, we were just going to go to Universal Studios. So I got into Orlando like around two, got into my hotel like around 2.40. And by then it was like, well, do I want to pay 150 bucks to go to a theme park for four hours? Like, you know, it takes 45 minutes to wait in line anyway. So we didn't go. My friend and I were like, whatever. We'll just go to a restaurant, rent a car, blah, blah. And so we're like, we're going to drive to Miami. So we're, as we're driving, I mean, monsoon, like it is pouring pouring rain and i'm like that's okay it's fine like it's still a nice hotel we can go to the spa 
So we get there. It's like 11 o'clock in the morning. We walk in. Two very attractive gay men. Just a full attitude. I was like, hi, we're checking in. Last name. I mean, they were one of those. Right. And I was like, okay. They were just rude to me the whole... And then I lost my friend and I couldn't find him, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, they give us our room at 4 p.m. So for four hours, we had to wait around and do nothing because it was like, well, you know, early check-in wasn't available. It's fine. It's pouring rain. We can't go out. So we just kind of hung out, go to sleep, wake up the next morning. I go to the bathroom to turn on a light. The light won't turn on. And then I noticed it was really hot, too. So I was like, oh, the air conditioning must be off. Oh, my phone's almost dead. Oh, there's no power. Oh, no. So we're like, you know, okay, ours, there's no power on. We look outside, like, there's no power on outside. So I walk up to the front desk, and now suddenly the gays are very nice. And like, yes, sir, there's no power. We're so sorry, but we do have free coffee. I'm like, okay. I was like, when right. is the power going to come back? Can that, By the way, ca- just- can that coffee power my fucking phone? Like, can the, <laughs> like what, what does the coffee do? Plus, Besides make me coffee. more aware that I'm yes. upset. You're, okay, all of a sudden, you're upset and alert. And it's everything that could go wrong went wrong in a sense. So like, right. the power's out. I'm like, well, that's fine. The power's out. I don't care. Like, I can, you know... I can go to the pool. Well, no, it's right. still raining out. Okay. And then they said, well, we're waiting for the person to come. And literally, the reason the electrician couldn't come earlier is because a marathon was going on. So there's a marathon outside. and Everybody's running around. So it's like, well, so we, don't, we might get power back at like 10 or 11 p.m. And I was like, okay, let me think about this. So I went back to the room. We discussed. They were just starting to make breakfast because the kitchen was working. So we had breakfast, and then we're just thinking about it. Well, let's just go out and run some errands, and by the time we come back, we'll come back. So we had rented a car. We thought we had that car for that day. We drove to this, like, fashion district. We're eating lunch. It's 1 o'clock. No, it's one thirty. Is it still raining? Um, now it's just cloudy and drizzling. Right. And so, um, and it's cold. And mm. so as we're eating lunch, the, uh, um, the car rental place, we called them to see where we had to drop it off for the next day. And they go, no, you have to drop it off today. We're like, no, we have it for tomorrow. No, you have to drop it off today, and you have to drop it off before 2.30. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, it's 1.40. So we, like, shoveled lunch, get in the car, drive, drop it off, and then we walk back to our hotel. We get inside. There's, it's 5 or 6 o'clock in the afternoon. There's still no power. We, the we don't know the give po- you, They should give you your room free. Because when oh, we'll my get quote into unquote that. friend, oh, I want to hear. Because when my, I'll call him. We could call him right now on the show. When, <laughs> yeah. when my, if my, when my friend was Airbnb in her apartment, wink, wink, and there was a problem like that, they would have reimbursed people. You know what I mean? So the hotel better have done something. Well, that's when we were like, okay, what are we going to do here? Because I don't want to stay in a room with no power overnight. Like I need to charge, you know, just small shit. Right. I want to shower and be able to see myself. So, and it's still cold and still raining. So. Um, I was like, they said, I went up to the front desk and I was like, if I, like, what's the deal? How are you going to compensate us? And he goes, well, if you stay with us tonight, we give you 20% off. But if you cancel, you get a full refund. I said, oh, so if I cancel, I'll just get a full refund. He goes, yep. I said, you sure? He goes, yep. I said, okay. So I went, my friend and I found another hotel around the corner. And right before I confirmed, I went back up to the front desk and I was like, if I confirm... With this other hotel, you're sure I get a full refund? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Okay. This is the third time I checked. Okay. Confirm with the other hotel. Get my bags. Come down. Say, okay, I'm ready for the refund. And he goes, oh, no. Oh, you stayed with us last night. I said, yeah, I woke up this morning. There was no power. 
the full refund is only for people who just got here. You can't get a full refund. I'm sorry. I'm like, well, you didn't explain that to me. I'm so sorry, sir, but this, you know, that's what the rules are. You know, um, so you have to pay for last night. And I was like, no. I was like, I've been here for less than 24 fucking hours and I have no power. And you just, I just confirmed with another hotel because you told me. We're so sorry, sir, blah, blah, blah. That's the standard. That's the policy. Okay, so then I said, he goes, I said, I want to talk to your manager. So he walks away, comes back with a card and says, you can call her later. Have you have you done that before with the man? Have you done that manager move? I've actually never done that. No, because I'm, I don't see myself as a like a, a bitchy white woman. But I right. it was a moment where I was like, wait a minute. Like, I have right. to, like, right. You know, let's go up and, the and it's like, yeah, and it's a lot of money. You know right. what I mean? And I was like, so I'm gonna pay to be okay. To be frank, it was three hundred ninety six dollars for a night. That was with the discount, the twenty percent discount he gave me, and that's expensive for me. So I was like, okay, yeah, that's whatever. A, that's a that's an expensive hotel by like hotel standards too. That's like luxury, right? Yeah, right. So we get our bags, get in an Uber. Go to another hotel. So now we've been to two hotels. Orlando, Standard, and now we're going to another hotel. Right. We go to this hotel. We walk in. And I said, hi, I have a reservation for two nights. And she goes, no, just for one night. I said, no, I made it for two nights. No, it's just for one night. You can't stay here tomorrow night. It's blocked off. And I said, okay, well then, before I even go in, let's just cancel. I'll find a hotel that I can stay at for two nights. Right. Non-refundable. I said, are you joking? Non-refundable. Can't change it. I said... Why I haven't even gotten in? Nope, non-refundable. You have to stay here. Had and you so prepaid? I was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I, I hadn't even stayed in the room yet. So then we went up to the room. None of the outlets worked. It was like you know, you go from the standard to this place, and you're like, okay. So now I'm not even relaxing anymore, and right. I'm stressed out. And then we had to get like a guy to come in to fix the outlets. Blah blah blah. And this How was and your that. friend and, doing? Was he staying calm and cool and collected? Yeah, I was just upset because I'm like, this is not how I anticipated relaxing. Right. And um, it's I am not it's, relaxed. And they're like, I, that's how I felt. And right. it's still raining and it's cold. Right. And so I'm like, oh, my God. So woke up the next morning and had to find a new hotel. Woo! So you guys didn't go out to like a gay bar or anything like that. No, we didn't, we didn't have time. We had to keep packing and moving. So wow. we went to a new hotel and stayed there. We stayed at this, the Palms, which was nice. It was a nor- nice hotel. And I got to go sit by the pool in 55-degree weather uh, for like an hour. And what kind then, of outfit? What was your little outfit? A blue Charlie Speedo. Nice. Oh, yeah. And I just, but it was so cold that I was so desperate to wear that Speedo. And, right. uh, you know, I, I, but then, oh, I bought these glasses, these sunglasses that I loved. I was like, I can't believe I found them. They have the flat brand. This is what I loved. Da, da, da. Literally sitting at lunch, just sitting at lunch, they broke. <laughs> On my face, they broke. They snapped in half. So you just saw it happen. You're just, you're just sitting and they just, it'd be like if all of a sudden right now my shirt rips in half. But yeah. I'm just sitting here, my shirt just bust ripped up and you'd be like I yes like obviously it's a sign from god that you know i'm not doing enough for the, the community or something like that so i mean you know there's worse things that have been happening i'm not of complaining course. things are great but i mean it just was like there's the one i haven't gone on a vacation in almost two years i think so this is the first vacation not work related that i went on and i stayed in four hotels in four days and uh. but but here's the thing I was like, I will use my social media 
to fight this, I got on social media, tagged the standard and said, Oh, good. I'm in my own fire festival. There's no power. There's no this. And oh, they won't great. refund me. I got a message right away, Mr. Lane, Mateo, we're so sorry. We're going to send uh, this to our ground team. They'll be contacting you right away. The general manager contacted me, Mateo, we're so sorry about your stay in Mother Nature and blah, 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 and this and that. We'd like yeah, to Yeah, and it's a, like, a, no, it's not it's not Mother Nature. You you I, gave me faulty information. That's what I yeah, said, Emma. Yeah. Look at my yep. awkward side. That, that is what I said. Because I, they, they were nice and said, right. we want to offer you a free right. gift certificate next time you come back. And yeah, I don't wrote back say and, that. Yeah, don't say that it's Mother Nature that messed up. Your, yeah, totally. Right. And I wrote back, and I was nice. I mean, they, they, it was nice they reached out to me. It was nice they got to me. But they're only reaching out because you have a verified account. That's something yes. that really pisses me off, too, because it was like when I had the, um, when I had those, when I had the identity fraud at Bank of America, my Bank of America account is not a priority to Bank of America. It never has enough in it that it's something, like, it's like, if I'm, like, going to leave, I'll be like, I'm taking my $2,000 elsewhere. They don't give a shit. But because I have an uncle that's really high up at J.P. Morgan, yeah. or he was, he's retired. He was high up at J.P. Morgan. I guess J.P. Morgan owns Bank of America. So somehow on that account, I've got some association with their wealth management division. Mm. So mm-hmm. they didn't give a shit about me for three days when, like, no one's getting back to me. They didn't even put a freeze on the account until I got a call from someone saying, oh, Miss Wilman, we're so sorry. We didn't know you were a private wealth management client. And I was like, I'm not. Oh, I. Uh, my my uncle works t- and then I was like okay and then they took care of everything and I was like so what was your fucking problem mm-hmm. what's everyone supposed to do like mm-hmm. that's just that's just like pure luck so right and also, Bank of America also- is classist <laughs> and Chase Bank is not because Chase Bank when I had the I same problems Chase. when I had the same problems at Chase immediately they they took care of everything and someone called me and my Chase Bank my Chase account ne- I always have like a big balance on my credit card and not a ton in that account. So, and they were treating me fucking awesome. Yeah, you just want anyone to make you feel like you're not crazy. You know what I mean? The but, Bank but of America was, woman was saying she'd pray. She goes, I pray this will work. I was like, you don't need to pray. Just make it work. Right, that's your job. No prayers. It's like when a priest tells you to pray. I'm like, well, what are you here for? Right. Um, like, what do I need you for? If I can right. do the same thing you're doing, what are you, praying extra hard than me? Like, get out of here, you piece of shit. Um, but yeah, so, so they contact is, is you. They wrote me and said, like, you know, we can give you a free night when you come back. And I wrote back and I said, I'm happy you got back to me. I said, I understand Mother Nature has its own, takes its own course sometimes. The problem was not Mother Nature. The problem was your staff. I was told right. twice that I would get a refund. I didn't. Da, da, da. I don't want a gift certificate because I'm not coming back to Miami. So, right. you know, I'd like a full refund. Absolutely. We'll give you a full refund. Next day I got an email. You've been fully refunded. Oh, that's so, great. So they did refund me, and so I was like, "Okay, like this is this is good, you know." But um, that is just, good. I, it's good in a bittersweet way because it's like that's good, but they only that's good, but it's not fair because anybody mm-hmm. that's in that position should get the full refund. But then they're doing it because purely out of the self interest of knowing that because your job is to do something that's public, that then you'd be able to reach more people with the complaint. Right. So, I mean, they made up for it, and, uh, you know, the staff was fine and stuff. I just, the only thing is, like, I didn't leave relaxed. I left out super right. stressed. I packed four times, four different hotels, spent too much money. I mean, I was so, there was nothing. I literally went to Miami to try out all the hotels in South Beach and left. <laughs> right. Was there a nice weather day at all? Just the last day, but it was 55 degrees and sunny. The day right. I left... 
70 and sunny. Oh, no. That's too bad. Well, in Chicago, so I was in Chicago last week. Chicago was... My family is so obsessed with you. I'm so sorry. We had so much fun. They were great. They become obsessed with things, and then they follow it forever. So be prepared to be followed by Italians. They were so nice. They were they were real, they were great, and they came to a fun show. That on Saturday we the on Saturday I had three shows. The first one was the first Saturday show was the only one where I was kind of like, eh. but then all the other shows in Chicago were great. Like the Saturday show was that early show was fun too, but it was Chicago is really cold. Do you so, know what the temperature is today? Isn't it like negative nine hundred or something? Negative twenty two degrees. That's crazy. It is really fucking cold. That there. is Even- so cold. It's but I love Chicago because where the state I like Chicago because it was it reminds me a little bit of New York. It is. It's it, like a it's like a mini New York. It's a mini New York cuz like Boston is smaller. So Chicago reminds me and um Chicago's our, big. Chicago's big. It's it's a big city. The it's, but I made a mistake. Well, the reason I'm having all these skin problems, because the last time we talked, though, I actually, so maybe the skin problems were before, because that's when I had that giant pimple mm-hmm. last time. Mm-hmm. So my skin was, like, not as good last time we talked. But then, in Chicago, on Wednesday night, I ate a pizza. So, Wait, what kind of pizza from where? Well, that's the thing. So someone was like, "Of course you ate pizza." It was in Chicago, and I was like, "No, no, don't give me that credit. I ate pizza at the con- I ate pizza at Zany's Comedy Club." So oh, it's not like God. I know it's not like some special Chicago pizza, but the menu was like hot dog, I, pretzel, yeah. pizza. So I got the mozzarella pizza. sticks, and, yeah. right? So I got the pizza. I it's a pers- it's a large personal pizza. Ate it good. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about how I hadn't really had dairy like that in a while. So the next day, okay, fine. Thursday, again, I ate a pizza. Friday, my skin starts getting kind of weird. The art therapist came in Thursday night, and she was like, you know, your skin is inflamed. And I think it's because I had been, like, alone for a while and not having someone, like, really up close in my face, so no one else, someone couldn't really tell. And then uh, my skin, Mateo, has been this weekend, like, I have some makeup on now, like, red awful acne here cystic acne it feels so like it I f- it makes you feel like trapped and like out of yeah. control and unmanageable yeah. and embarrassing and it's like i've been like going around trying to find like dermatologists and stuff it just sucks i'm sorry i am really sucks. sorry it's I'm, like i'm really sorry because you know what i know that feeling ugh. and it's 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 the worst part about it is that it's a control thing. We're comics. We're in, we love being in control, and there's something that you cannot control, and right. it sucks. And it sucks because our whole job is to be on a stage in front of people. And I feel like when I go on stage too, if it's like people from a distance, I can put enough makeup on that it you can't really see until you're closer. You can still see, but it doesn't look as bad till closer. But then it just like. I was didn't have makeup on during the day because I was just trying to let my skin like settle, and I would mm-hmm. feel embarrassed walking around like, like I wouldn't want to make eye contact with people. Have you considered Accutane? Yes. So I was gonna go on Accutane, and at the dermatologist, and then he was like, "Why don't you try changing your diet, going antibiotics for two weeks?" So I did that, and I felt great, and my skin was never better. And then 
I had stuck to that diet, but it was like, I, I hadn't realized that I hadn't eaten dairy in like three months. Like it seemed, it's not as extreme, but uh, it's like, I have had two friends that have bipolar and then when they're starting to feel manic, they don't take their meds. Mm -hmm. Cause they're like, oh, I feel good, I'm not gonna take it. Not that it's like that, but I was feeling good. So I wasn't thinking, I was like, oh, pizza. Right. Then I ate That's two pizzas. Yeah, exactly. You start to, you know, the thing with Accutane, you have to be careful with because obviously it's ex it's a really extreme medicine and it can cause like um, anxiety and they say suicidal thoughts and stuff. I mean, right. that's like the that's like the extreme of it. That's the extreme. Um, and people have sent in stuff with people have written like because we've talked about it. And people have written like some people had great experience, some people didn't. Like you know, I'm happy for you that you haven't had skin stuff because it's so weird. No, it's not true. That's really? not true. I had um, my whole cheeks from here were super oh, yeah. inflamed, and it got really bad in high school. And then in I college, remember, mm -hmm. and it was to the point where it would get so red. Like I, I mean, like I'm not just saying rosy cheeks. I mean, inflamed. vibrant red, inflamed. Right, and like was something hot, was wrong. Yes, and people would look at me, and it mm -hmm. was embarrassing. And I had to go to a doctor and get my face lasered off. It was essentially like early stages of rosacea. Wow, yeah, that's so I, I've got I really I feel I really like empathize. I mean, empathize with skin problems because now I, I have them, too. But then I also empathize with people that struggle with like weight stuff, because it remember I remember when I was overweight when I was a kid and you feel like trapped and judged in your body. Like I remember just like this is dramatic, but I remember being at some summer school thing. And I got, it was when I was, like, really, really chubby. And I just remember, like, sitting under a tree while the other kids were, like, in the pool. And they're like, Emma, do you want to go in a pool? And I was like, no, I'm over here reading. But, Aww. like, I wasn't reading. I just didn't want to go. They're like, well, where's your book? I'm like, Grr! You know, like, I just didn't want to. Because you just feel, like, trapped. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, it's, a, you know, your skin doesn't define you. But doesn't in a lot of ways, you. it's a, there's a confidence issue with that totally you know what i mean and i am i get it a hundred percent i know and my it's like, forehead's all itchy and like the cystic acne isn't as bad but it was rosacea is really tough though i'm glad they lasered that off because that one is that's tough yeah and it's you know i still have kind of like rosy cheeks and here it's a little like i mean just barely red but i mean it was bad it was really bad to the point where i i you know i was 18 and i had to go to my mom and dad and be like Hi, I need to go see a dermatologist. My face hurts. Like, and right. they were even like, "Oh, well, you know, maybe you should put ice on it or something." I mean, it was it was rough. It was rough. People don't know what to do too when they're having that. And by the way, the laser was the extreme because at first I got topical creams, so I would put on a topical cream, and then I had a, a cream I put on, but I couldn't go in the sun, and then I put right. a green cream on, and the green cream would hide the red, but it smelled like sulfur, like diarrhea and fireworks so right. i'd walk by and people were like is someone lighting fireworks i'm like it's my face you know right and and then finally i went and got laid i had to go three different times to get laser also it's not just like you smell like diarrhea and that to other people you're smelling that to yourself mm -hmm. so all day you're just like and on my neck i still have it i have to get it lasered off parts of my neck Ugh. i cover it with found um powder man yeah, that's tough. So if, if if you guys are listening and you're someone with skin problems, you know, I get it. 
I, I think you should go to your doctor and have a serious talk about it. I mean, the one thing yeah. is it will dry your skin out, but it's the six months you're on it is worth it in the long run. Right. Apparently, yeah. Apparently now, or I could just try to like no more dairy. And I, the pizza was. I wish I had like done it on some like amazing Chicago pizza. The pizza was I know, good. I was like, I thought you were gonna be like Luminati's, like no. Uno downtown Due. And you got it on fucking like I got DiGiorno, it the, like less than DiGiorno. I have no, it was yeah, absolutely like it was like just, I mean, the pizza was good for a comedy club pizza, but and then you know what I watched was um, the Ted Bundy documentary. I can't, that? I've not, I won't even go near it. It's so, it, it. it's really, really interesting, but I think this is interesting too. There's a couple people I've talked to about it, and 100% of the straight white guys who've seen it. So I, I've talked to maybe like eight people about it. And then three of the guy, three of the people that saw it were straight white guys. And they're the only three that said the same thing. They said, um, you know, I feel bad for him in a way. Didn't he, he like met, murder people? Oh, yeah. Murdered them, raped them, had sex with the bodies. So each each three said it. And when they did it, I went, oh, I was like, huh? And then. The first one was like, I feel bad for him. Obviously, he suffered from a lot of mental illness. And I was like, yeah, I think he's You feel bad for him? Like, past the point. It just is like kind of a testament to people like even subconsciously like relating to someone and then giving them more sympathy than you probably would people that you don't, quote unquote, see yourself as. Well, you know I was going to say, mean? It, do we give sympathy to those we see ourselves in? Absolutely. That's why it's like when someone like that messes up, and then it's like another person, like another straight guy will be like, oh, they're still a good kid, you know? And it's right, like, right, well, you right. didn't extend that sympathy to. Well, you know who I have no sympathy for is Ooh. that Billy guy from the Fire Festival. Oh Did my you God. You watched the documentary? Hell yeah, I watched that documentary. I could not believe it, that as you're watching it, your jaw is. I watched the Netflix one, I haven't seen the Hulu one yet. The Hulu one's good too. That guy was, I got it. He was charming because he did, was charming because he didn't see like a smooth operator. He's not some ripped gorgeous guy he's not someone you think would have the audacity to fuck you over i literally looked at uh, here's the thing is i'm shocked by people who get tricked by people right the, oh, the second i saw him i thought this guy's a total piece of shit he looks like a batman villain that's I mean, hilarious because the second i saw him i was like i get why they trusted him i, I got it I, uh, oh my god oh. i was like i can't believe people trust this guy he I looks got like it. such a piece of shit first of all he looks like that like that that like what's that character that holds on to the he, donut if, like it's a if I met him within a second, I would have been like, "We're going into business." I would have been like, oh, "We're, we're going to start." I would have been like, "We're never talking shops. again." Yeah, well, I would have been like, "I'm selling so the sourdough." Ja, you would have been Ja Rule. Uh, I would have been Ja Rule, but I wouldn't have been as big of a fucking uh, prick because Ja Rule was Ja Rule really bothered me. He first of all, he's like drunk the whole time, looking good, by the way. So Jack. was Billy. Billy was drunk the whole time. Was As he? the guy was trying to plant out the island, which wasn't even his, he spills a beer on it. And I'm like, you uh, are... You? Oh, yeah. And he's like passed out on the beach. There's literally <laughs> models running around the beach and he's passed out. <laughs> Did you, oh, so you got to watch the Hulu one because in the Hulu one you see he still has a girlfriend. I heard that he's texting his girlfriend in prison. God, it is just so... And she's like, seems like a smart... I mean, I don't know what it, uh, Mayday like he. Um, I mean, is but Ted Bundy had a wife who believed him all up until it. She was like, he didn't do it. He didn't do it. Or maybe she knew he did it and didn't care. But he didn't do it. They had a conjugal visit. He got her pregnant in jail, so he's got a kid. Yeah. 
So uh, not not going to have a bring your parent to work day for that girl. I'll tell you that. Could you imagine? What does your dad do? Well, he kills your aunt, actually. That's what he does. <laughs> he kills, murders her, rapes her, murders. kills her, yeah. skins her. Right. You know, he's the CEO the fire, of that. The fire Festival, when they pulled up and saw those tents. Oh, I love it that your response to him was that you're like, how could people believe him? Because right away I was like, oh, I get it. Like, I, I, I would have right away. Tricked. I said, like, he is a shit Batman villain. It, untrustworthy. I don't trust his eyes. That stupid smile. People who uh, smile all the time, I'm out. I See, I totally thought his smile. I thought he was, like, charming. No, I think he's a complete nightmare. But then, I mean, he is a, such a compulsive liar, like hook, line, and sinker. I'm, I don't remember which documentary it was, but in one of them, the, I think it was Hulu, the guy the um, guy goes, so you're a compulsive liar. And he goes, what's one thing I've lied about? And then they go, boop, 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 with all these things he's lied about. And then he's like, no, that's not true. He just can, just lies. Just just like a machine gun of lies. Um, I have to go pee, so talk while I okay. go pee. But this actually brings us into the next segment. Yes, and oh yeah, we should take a break while you go pee. We'll take a break. Also, there you go. Take a break while I take pee. Take a break because also we got to do that dating profile. We're back. So I was invited to go see Colin Quinn's um, opening of his new show yes. at the Minetta Lane Theater in New York City, and it was like. Colin Quinn's like a New York staple. He's a really good friends with Jerry Seinfeld. He had a show. On, he had um, Tough Crowd with Colin Quinn on MTV. He mm-hmm. was kind of famous. SNL. A while he ago. was the he was the Weekend Update. Yep. When he's I saw a- Sherry o- Sherry O'Terry said she said uh, Colin Quinn was my favorite cast member on SNL. And he's just so nice and so talented. And so Esty, the Booker of the Cellar, asked me if I wanted to go with her to go see the show, which and is an it, honor. If you guys are listening, and we're talking about Esty at the Cellar. We've mentioned her before. She's like, she, I almost said minx, and I kind of want to keep that. But she's like a, she's like a, a really beautiful, she's just someone that holds so much power in just her energy. Like, Google a picture of her. I'd say she's in her 60s. Yes. You know, I, 40s she, with a wink. But I yeah. actually don't know how old she is. She's really, really pretty. She's from yep. uh, Israel, speaks five languages. She's the booker of the seller. She's just right. a brilliant all around. And, uh, yeah, and so her and I have just become close, and she asked me if I wanted to go, and I was like, of course. And so I right. went, and it was just, it was like Jerry Seinfeld was there, Amy Schumer was there, Jim Gaffigan was there, Bridget Everett was there, like every comic in New York was there. It was a huge what to do of New York. So I'm there, and I'm with Esty and Liz and Noam, like the whole, the whole cellar crew. So they bring us to the third row and shove me and Esty all the way to the wall. So there's no way out. And I have to pee all the time. I mean, you know this Uh-oh. about me. I have to pee all the time. How I'm, big is your bladder or how small is it, do you think? Like an egg? It's probably the size of like a strawberry. I mean, I swear mm. to you, I just, every three minutes, I'm like, I gotta pee. I always have to sit the aisle seat. I was like, so I'm like, okay, Mateo, this is, show is an hour. You can do this. So as, the, as everyone was getting in their seats, it started to hit me. I'm like, I gotta oh, pee. I, yeah, I gotta pee. I'm like, okay, I'm I glad it, it wasn't poop. It. I'd rather shit because right. at least you can hold that in. I mean, I don't, you know, well, far away, I don't care. But with peeing, oh, it's painful. So as the lights go down, I had to pee. I mean, it wasn't like mm. a gradual thing. It was like, I have to go pee. And I was like, Mateo, you, 
you have to hold this. Like, you can't go. Like, the, first of all, if I even, like, blink, the whole audience can see me. I mean, it's I'm right there. So I'm like, okay, I'll be fine, I'll be fine. 20 minutes into the play, I am shaking. Do you start doing that little, I got to pee dance? You know that? It's like when you have to pee and you start being, I do that a little bit, like, I start, like, t- I guess you can't do it there, but it's like I'll start like tensing up certain parts of my body. I my do this whole, about to Oh, my yeah, whole body I'm was like, tense. Don't pee, don't pee, don't and pee. And I didn't, I didn't want to laugh because if I laughed, right. I I'll to, yeah, I'll have to go right. pee more. So I turned to Liz and say, Liz, I have to go pee. And she looked at me and she's like, are you crazy? <laughs> like, if you get up and go pee, like, there's no moment to leave. There's no, there's no room. You can't You'll sneak out. the show. Mm-hmm. And so Essie could see me struggling. And she's like, what's the matter? I was like, Essie, I have to pee. And she was like, you got to go. You got to go. And so I was like, Mateo, you can hold it. 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 And then finally I was like, I got to go. So I turned to Liz and I said, Liz, I can't believe I'm doing this, but I've got to go pee. And she goes, all right. So the entire row had to stand up. Oh, God. And I'm walking past Gnome and Colin. You're like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, yeah, excuse me. Yeah, and I just, I'm not even looking up because I don't even want to know if Colin's looking at me. I don't want to know if I, right. I just run as fast as I can out of there. I go to the bathroom. I pee. I was like, okay, if I didn't do this now, I would have had kidney failure. Like, I would have gone Fair. to the hospital. And when I came back in, I was like, I'm just going to sneak into the back and sit in the back and I'm not going to my spot. So I'm like, maybe no one noticed me. The show is unbelievable. He's phenomenal. It's unbelievable. He's so talented. I mean, from beginning to end, it was an amazing show. Yes. And then I like, I was like, sorry, I had to go pee. I leave. I come back to the cellar. Everyone is talking about it. Oh, boy. Every comic, every person. Every one. Well, because we got to keep this in mind. They didn't know he had to go pee. For all they knew, they're like, oh, he's going to go masturbate. You know what I mean? They don't know well, what you're doing. Yeah, no one had no idea. Rachel Feinstein was like, where did you go? Keith was like, what the hell happened to you? Right. No one was like, Colin is pissed off at you. and But like kind of joking, but I don't know right. like how to bust balls. So I felt so horrible. And then Colin texted Liz a picture of me and said, this is the one. This is the one who ruined my show. Oh, no. And then he tweeted at me and said, Mateo's dead to me. He made a scene and stormed out of my show. So I know they're joking. Like, they're busting my balls. And it's an honor. But I'm horrified. Right. You're like, (laughs) So I got a small bladder, okay? I know. That's what I thought. I was like, I just had to go pee. It was six seconds. Six seconds. I just, so I went and I found his favorite pizza is Joe's Pizza. So I got him an entire cheese pizza the next night. Now that's a good pizza. If you're in New York, Joe's Pizza is really good. Oh, it's so good. It's the best pizza. That's something to break out for, but I mean, never again, but yeah, good pizza. But I I got him a full pizza at six o'clock, like before his show started. I went to his dressing room and offered him the pizza and he was so nice. At first he's like, I don't want it. And then he gave, he gave me a hug and stuff like that. And then the next night I'm on stage. I'm going to give this so if you go on our Patreon page, you can actually see the video. Oh, yes. Put it up on Patreon. Put it up on Patreon. I'm on stage at the Village Underground. And on out of nowhere, Colin Quinn walks onto stage, oh, grabs wow. the microphone, tells the entire audience, this piece of shit in a room. I mean, I was laughing so hard. I was screaming. I'm like, I got you that pizza. And right. that. We went and had a great time at the uh, the cellar and just laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. Oh, good. But it was, for two days, I was like, the laughing stock. You gotta stock. pay. 
If anyone wants to share their embarrassing um, had to go pee stories with us, we can read them anonymously. Also, if you have any um, things you want to vent about skin, uh, you know, we can we can always share stuff anonymously because it's good to hear other people say the stuff because it makes you feel like, okay. Yeah, right on our Instagram page inside the closet, your pee and your skin stories so we can share them on the on the podcast. Right. We can, you know, one time I peed in a bottle. When? Right now. No, I'm just kidding. The, I, I, I had, could you imagine? I had got, this is really gross. I probably did it more than one time, but I really remember this. I, I land, this is when I had really no boundaries to show business. I landed in LA and I was only doing bar, I was just doing bar shows. It's not, it wasn't like a club spot where I had to be there at a certain time. There's this bar, I landed and you know, LA's bad traffic. I'm in traffic and I'm like, oh, if I stop and pull back on the highway, I'm going to be really late for this show. And the show started at eight. Now, a bar show actually doesn't start until, like, at least half an hour after mm-hmm. the start time. But I'm, like, I'm just new. So instead of being late to the bar show, I, you know, and then I get there and they're, like, oh, yeah, you know, we're, go on. You've got an hour and a half. Like, whatever. But I paid my. I peed in a bar. While they're, they're, I was stuck in traffic. I, like, shimmied. I, I don't know how I did it. I peed. Don't you think, though, because in L.A. I mean, that's there's so much traffic up. that people are always peeing and they're like, it, do you know what I mean? And it, it was actually a cup. I don't want to make it seem like I it, it was a cup, which is a little, you know, bigger. I don't opening, know. But yeah. I don't know why I'm imagining like a Corona bottle. It wasn't. <laughs> that would be really just I peed in the vodka thing. I was like, I'm, I'm imagining <laughs> it was like, a big it was like a cup. I think I, I think it actually as I'm getting this memory back, I think I went through a drive through. I, I think I, I was able to just quickly go in through a drive through. No, because then I would have gone in. I had a cup, but the worst thing was I get to the show. I can't bring in a cup of pee, so the pee is in the car while I go. I could have fucking whatever it was. The car smelled like pee the rest of the trip, and I I had to give someone a ride at one point, and I was like, the car smells like pee, and they're like, okay. But in my mind, I'm like, they know I peed in the car, but they didn't ask any questions because why would they think I peed in the car? <laughs> I, I I was considering like. Just peeing my pants. No, because did you have anything you could tie around your waist? No. And also, if you're not holding your penis and your penis is not hard, you can't control where the pee goes. You couldn't have it just like pee in one place. The pee would kind of just go all over. I know. I'm going to wear a catheter to the next live show that I go to. Oh, God. Um, We should probably wrap this up. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. Um, There's one... I, I'll say it real quick now instead of doing it. I was going to do it in the intro. Um, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend got nominated for another GLAAD award. Ah, congrats. Which is great. Thanks. Nothing to do, you know, I can't, no credit to me. But the thing is, the reason I hope they win this year is because, and I thought a lot about this. Okay, the, uh, there's a lot of really great shows nominated. But the thing is this. They've got two bisexual plot lines that tell different stories. One where it's not even like, the sexuality isn't a big deal. And the other one where it was a big deal, the person's story. But they've got a gay, two gay characters and a bisexual character where that it's not like, oh, that's the gay character. It's like her boss who happens to be bisexual or mm-hmm. and his boyfriend who's gay or, you know, like there's all these different storylines. And that's not like it, they didn't it's not like they didn't ask for accolades bigger than what it was because they didn't. That would have been like cheap. They just allowed a story about bisexuality to be seamlessly run into the show, and it's not like the main focus. So it's exactly they're they're they're, they're, essentially the message they're sending is this is normal. This is a completely normal factor. Let's just chill out. And what they could have done is been like, look at all this gay stuff we're doing. We deserve tons of press for it. 
but they didn't. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think the gay community should hit them back with being like, I see that you didn't. You get the award. Not to mention the lead guy, Heartthrob, is openly, he's a man of color and he's openly married to another man. And they and, sing. And they sing. Even if there were no gay people in it, you got a Jewish woman singing and dancing about being Jewish. I mean, it's, it's the gayest show there ever was. <laughs> I mean, yeah. all right, we're going to wrap it up. Um, next week, yeah. we're going to be reviewing uh, more dating, dating profiles. profiles. And um, yeah, I don't know. Emma, don't, don't, you're great. You're wonderful yes. and you're great. We're doing our thing. So yeah, subscribe on Patreon. Please um, rate, please do show some love on iTunes. It makes a huge difference. Yeah, rate and, and subscribe. Uh, yeah, thank you guys so much. Thank you guys.